This is Scott. This is Rebecca. And we're the CEOs of Party, Party of Five. And a half. It's not really a company. It just sounds cool. And if you're looking for a normal family, well, you've certainly come to the wrong place. So keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times, and let's see where this roller coaster takes us. This is the first true test of the season for the undefeated T.C. Williams Titans, because tonight they're going up against the undefeated Groveton Lions. Their all-state nose guard, Kip Tyler, is as mean as a copperhead snake. And here come the Titans. They're playing in front of the capacity crowd for the first time this season. Are we talking about one of my favorite movies of all time? Remember the Titans? Well, kind of not really. Why not really? I love well, that movie. Well, I know, but we're talking about football and Friday Night Lights in general. In general. But we do have a special guest today. Okay, we do. We're going to have him on the line soon. It's Denzel Washington's oh going to be with us. Oh my gosh. No way. You don't not. believe me, do you? I don't believe you. No, that's not all. true. <laughs> that would be cool, though. That would be cool. Maybe His one day. His son is in the movie we just saw, which, if you haven't seen that, it's really good. Oh, totally. yeah, Tenet? Yes. I mean, so I didn't. Who knew he had a son that was old enough to act like I didn't know? His son's like 35. Okay, well, that makes yeah. me feel old. And Denzel's in his 60s. So, so that was good. But anyways, yeah. we're going to talk about Friday Night Lights. Yes, but how did we get to this subject, Rebecca Hardy? I don't remember. How did we get to this subject? Oh, we were at, we were at a wedding the other night. And we were talking to a couple about it, and he asked us, a Ukrainian couple, what was the question he asked? Well, he was wondering why, in the South, football was so important. Right. And in the North, it's really not near as important. Yeah. And so he he asked us that, and we had a couple little, like, light answers. But then he walked away, and I was thinking, why is that such a big deal in the South? So then I was like, hey, it probably has something to do with the weather, because yeah, basketball... You know, indoor sport, you know, hockey is an indoor sport. You can play those up there in the north in December and January. And in the south, you know, you can't, you can play football outside until it's December. So that was kind of my answer to that. But it did lead us to wonder, like, why, why do other people think that? Because, you know, you asked, you ended up asking the question on Facebook, and a lot of people want to talk about the small town, you know, how the small town reacts to football. Well, there's small towns in the north, so, yeah. you know, surely they feel a sense of community just like we do in the south. Well, and that's when I got to think, I think weather has a lot to do with it because you talked about it being obviously colder in the north. Right. And indoor sports like basketball, hockey, mm -hmm. those kind of indoor sports are going to be more popular because especially in the fall and the winter, you can't get out. Right. But also I think it has to do with, like, family tradition. Mm -hmm. Like... I think it's all these things put together because 
the sport, like hockey is big up north, so families are going to be into hockey, and dads and moms are going to teach their kids how to play hockey. Right. Just like here, football in Texas is like the biggest thing, so parents are going to be, parents are going to be interested in that, and the Cowboys and all that, so it's just going to be this family tradition Mm -hmm. that's passed down. And then if you look maybe in the Midwest, like St. Louis, those areas, Kansas City, I think baseball is kind of more important to that area. Like, really? Well, I think football is still important in that area, but I think base, there's a lot of baseball towns yeah. in the Midwest, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. And again, that probably has to do with the weather because it's a little milder. Like in Texas, there's always been the complaint with the Rangers in Arlington that it's always too hot in the summer to sit there and mm-hmm. it's hot Not for the now. players. We got Globe Life Park now. We do. We have an indoor stadium that right. sits empty while really they play. Nice. Yep. <laughs> that sits empty. <laughs> and maybe one day they'll have a good team there. They're having a football but game there tomorrow night. They are? In Globe Life Park. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think it's Arlington High School that's playing there. That's right. Yeah. You're right. Which is interesting because it's like, how do you look at a baseball field and go, well, just put a football field right here on top of it. I don't... Well, they've done that a lot. Like in L.A., the Rams used to play Yeah. in, the, in Oakland. The A's and the Raiders used to play in the same stadium. Right, yeah. So. Seems like so much work. Well, you have to put the lines down and all that good stuff. So much work. Which is kind of cool. The Rangers, like usually the mound's a problem. Like they have to like physically take out the mound. But yeah. at the Rangers, the mound... Retracts. It retracts into the ground. Uh, Did they say that on our tour? Yeah. Well, I totally missed that. So for the football, they'll just push a button, the mound will go away, and it'll flatten out. That is so cool. So that's pretty cool. Huh. I wonder if you can, like, take a ride on it and go down, and where does it go? I don't know. Hmm. not sure about that. (laughs) I think Nolan Ryan is down there, and you can talk to him. Right. I would, like, do something. If I was in charge of that, I would put some random object on the mound every time I lifted the mound up to the top just for... Just to surprise someone? Like, maybe a different bobblehead player or something (laughs) every time. I don't know. just sounds like fun. So what you were talking about, though, made me think, because I had really never thought about the generational aspect of Friday Night Lights. But Scotty Williams, when you asked this question on Facebook... He responded with... Well, Scotty Williams, we have to tell everybody that he is... Jake's high school football coach. Yeah, he was the line coach at BHS. Back when Jake played D-line. That's right. Uh, So he said, because we as a whole family have made football and family time a must, granddads, dads, and kids all grow up with the same verbiage. I just really never thought about that. I just never thought like you'd pass down that language to your kids and your kids went to the games and so you take your kids to the games and so well, it's yeah, almost like cool. a, it's like a legacy really yeah if you think about it yeah it's like for centuries with like families have passed things down mm-hmm. and it's interesting like sports has become part of what we kind of give to the next generation yeah because I know this is going to be blasphemous for people in the Dallas area. But when I first moved here in the early 70s and through most of the 80s, I was a Redskin fan. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. People probably just clicked off the episode. They and did. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, unsubscribe. They've hidden us on Facebook. <laughs> because we lived in the Virginia area. My dad did forever. That He was born in that area. Mm-hmm. He was a big Redskin fan. So that just kind of... It kind of mutated to me. Wait, Washington Redskins? Yeah, they're in Washington, just above Virginia, so that was their team. They're not from Washington State? They're from Washington, D.C. What? Whoa, I know. What? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I, we can't go on. (laughs) Has this blown your mind? Seattle Seahawks are in Washington State. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Very good. 
That never has crossed my mind before. Okay. Okay, thank you for teaching me that. I always learn something. That's right. <laughs> so I, we came to Dallas, like, hating the Cowboys because we were all big Redskin fans. Wow. But over the years, I didn't initially like Jerry Jones and that whole group. I was still kind of against them. I became, when the Redskins got really bad and there was nobody to cheer for, mm-hmm. I kind of mutated. Mutated? I moved over to... <laughs> uh, like the 49ers, because I like their helmets. I mean, I was really deep thinking. <laughs> right. And I like Montana and all those players. Yeah. So to me, it's really, do I like these players? Like, right. that's where I come from. But, and now the new generation of Cowboys, I really like Dak Prescott, and I like, you know, I, yeah. I like a lot of what's going on with the guys. So mm-hmm. now, and I know Jake and is so interested in the Cowboys, so... Right. That makes me, I guess, a Cowboys fan now, which is weird. <laughs> you are. Yeah. You're like, I'd like to, Sunday or whatever day they played this week, you're like, I'd like to get home for the fourth quarter. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> I remember where... So hopefully Cowboy fans can forgive me because now yeah, I am a Cowboy fan. Yeah, now you fan. are a Cowboy fan. Um, I remember where I was as a child, the house we lived in, where I was when my dad mentioned something about the Redskins. My dad's always been a Cowboy fan. So yeah. I remember... The room we were in, I don't know. I remember for whatever reason, I remember him saying, "Yeah, they're rivals," and I had I don't even know if I'd ever really heard that term before. So it's kind of hard to believe we're together, if, since your family is Cowboys and oh. mine was Redskins. Yeah. Well, this Not Redskin, on this podcast they, they, might be the first time my dad hears this about you. Oh yeah, <laughs> this might be a deal breaker. Time to block his numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get those texts. I don't even know how to spell those words. <laughs> Um, we can't say Redskins anymore. It's the Washington football team right, because they've gotten rid of that name. It was, yeah, I mean, during that, that the, time, up that until a few thing. months ago. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. So we polled some people just to yeah. kind of see like what they would say. And I thought Vanessa Bingham had some cool things to say. But first she starts talking about basically what we were talking about, which is the North is rabid about hockey, like the South is rabid about football. And she also agrees. I think it has a lot to do with the weather. I, uh, she said, think about it. We're still in shorts and sandals in November and December, and they're knee-deep in snow. And small towns support football and basketball, baseball, softball wasn't around in high school. But, but you know, they the, te- the families and teams all came out just like in the North. Same thing. They come out and support their basketball teams. But she makes a good point. We, you know, I'm wearing flip-flops right now, and we are going to a football game tonight. That's right. So, and I will It's an indoor football game, that's a little different. Yeah. So, anyways, the other thing about small towns, she says, is that they support the team because they know the kids and went to the school with the the players' parents, you know. So, everybody kind of, like, generational. Um, And small towns support, you know, support their team as well, which is funny because today Jake came home. This, As you know, he's here for this game tonight. And I was talking to him today, and I was like, so who's on this team that I know? Now, Jake's a sophomore in college. So these kids... So it's been a couple years. These kids were sophomores in high school, you know, when... Jake was done. When Jake was done. Yeah. So I said, who on this team do I know? And he starts naming, do you remember this kid, that kid? I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I know like three kids on this team. It's so weird. And the weirdest thing is seeing someone else wear your kid's number. I know. That's so weird. You just want to go yank it off of him. Well, you just wonder why his number hasn't been retired. Exactly. Yeah. I don't get that. We'll have to talk to Coach Kitna tonight. But I think of hockey because I've, I'm going to be honest, I don't know much about hockey. I've I've tried. I know the Stars are really good this year, like they're in the Stanley Cup Finals. Mm-hmm. And that interests me enough that I will like check the box score and see if they won. But mm-hmm. I still don't particularly like watching it 
on TV. Now, the times I've been to go see hockey, one time I actually went with your dad. We were sitting at the very back of the stadium, like our our backs he'll, were he'll on the wall. He'll never invite you to a game again today. <laughs> yeah, after that's the right. Day, but, yeah. yeah. We'll never talk sports again. <laughs> um, and it wasn't, I enjoyed hanging out with him, but I didn't really get what hockey was about. Yeah. But then we had some friends let us borrow, like, the right on the glass seats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. And you had the players, like, you could hear the players ski- skating, and they were slamming into the wall in front of you. And then that's <laughs> when I realized, okay, this is kind of cool. If yeah. I can be in here in the action, right up on it. I really get it. Mm-hmm. I understand the, the allure of mm-hmm. it in mm-hmm. that way. But, in like, watching it on TV still, mm-hmm. I know in, like, 99, when the, star- the last time the Stars were in the finals, and I believe they won... We like went to friends' houses to watch the games, like we were really into it. But yeah. since then, I'll be honest, I haven't really followed them until now. They're back in it. Right. I don't really like fair weather fans, but I'm gonna have to admit for hockey that I but am. You are a fair weather fan, right? Hmm. Well, I remember as a child. Um, I know we're talking about Friday Night Lights, but you're talking about hockey, so it reminded yeah. me of sitting at a hockey game with my dad, and I had a loose tooth. Yeah. On the bottom, in the middle, and it was real super loose, but I didn't want anybody to touch it. You know, that one that's just, you can flick around with your the, tongue. The dangling one. it's hanging on by a string. It becomes like a friend. Yes. And I, I had it in my, it was in my mouth, and it was still barely, barely attached. But the players in front of us on the ice got in a fight, and it scared me. And so I started crying. I'm assuming if I had a loose tooth, I was probably six. Yeah. And I uh, started crying with my mouth wide open to which my dad thought was a perfect opportunity to pluck that tooth right out of my mouth. (laughs) So I remember him just reaching over, popping that tooth out. And then we ended up at the concession stand getting gobs of napkins because of course it was bleeding bleeding out. Yeah. That's my memory of hockey. Okay. That's weird because at the game I went with him, he tried to pull one of my no, teeth. No, he didn't. When I was cheering, he put his fingers in there and he was trying to yank a tooth. I'm like, <laughs> I don't have any baby teeth left. He did not. It was weird. No. I, now I understand. Fess up. That's not true. Okay, that's not true. Okay. I made that up. <laughs> not true. But you think of the, we were talking about the small town thing, and I think really like in West Texas and all that, because Burleson, even though it's smaller, it's not that, I mean, there's 40,000 here. I don't mm-hmm. really consider that a small town with air quotes. <laughs> I but do. you think about West, where there's nothing, where there's nothing really going on, yes. like in these small towns that we drive through to get to skiing. Right. Like it, it's really the only thing. That, it's one of the few things the community probably has, has to, to go do. do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, today, in fact, that you said that um, Loretta was working next to me, and she has she does a lot of um, older clients on Thursday and Friday morning, and they were all over there. I guess Loretta has is talking about getting a house, you know, some other things, and. And she said the location of a house that they had gone to look at, and she she kind of hollered out, "It's clear across town," you know. Which to me, I'm like, Loretta always nothing, says, "Clear across town." There's nothing in this town that's clear across town, and I think it'll take you seven minutes to get there. And she's like, "It'll take you a solid thirty minutes." And I'm really? like, "Really? To go where?" You know. <laughs> yeah. So her, you know, her and her clients were all agreeing. Oh, the traffic is terrible. This town is so grown up. Well, we moved from a bigger town, so we think that this town is small. Even still, we think this town is small, but she clearly does not think that this town is small any longer. So she's, she says everything's clear across town, and it takes so long to get to because of all the traffic. Yeah. <laughs> so what else did we get on the feedback? So Alicia, question? a friend of ours, Alicia, she said, coming from a very small East Texas town, she said, I can definitely say it is definitely bringing 
something that brings the community together, just yeah. basically like what you're saying. Everyone has a son, a daughter, a niece, a cousin playing football, cheering in the band, twirling a baton or flag or coaching, and which is true. I mean, you have... You, you know, you know half of those kids out there, and even like tonight, even though we only know a couple of players, we still know a couple of the players. We'll probably know a lot of the fans. A lot well, of and the... also it's Crosstown Rivals, so uh-huh, yeah. that's a big it's, deal. It's homecoming and senior night, and oh, wow. Crosstown Rivals. Oh, wow. And the reason they're doing all that is because if because of COVID, if it gets, you know, cl- if they cl- have to stop it at any point, they're getting all this in in the first game. Uh, okay, I see. Yeah. In case yeah. the other games get it. All get... In. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she said it is the place to be on Friday night, and truthfully, there's no other source of entertainment. So that's it. So that's that's kind of what you're saying. It's like that, that's what there is to do, and honestly, it's uh, something that keeps kids busy and occupied. And yeah, it's a great place to be on Friday nights. I miss going to Jake's games. I mean, I remember starting his senior year. Thinking, I've only got ten of these. I mean, they just, they just tick away. I just, oh, it's just so hard to let go. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, I was thinking about the game tonight. It's our cro- crosstown rivals. It's Burleson High versus Centennial High. Right. And when I was getting tickets, like there's only a certain amount of tickets because they're making sure we social distance and all that. So when I was getting tickets, when I first got at the website, I could only find on the CHS side. Mm. And I'm like, this is, this is, I don't know if I can do bad, this. Bad, bad deal. So I refreshed a couple of times and was able to get seats on our side. Right. So we, we shouldn't have that problem. There shouldn't be any brawls or anything well, during or after the game. Right. Yeah. Well, because what's so cool that's happening tonight, because it is in this town, Burleson, there's two, two high schools, two teams, and that's it. So we have one stadium, and because of social distancing, we can't all fit in that stadium. Because it's on the, the town, during that game, it's packed out. It's packed. Everybody yeah. goes. Both and sides. It's so neat because they they have always tried to do a good job of building community within the game instead of really rivals. I know it's the Battle of the Boot, and I mean, yeah. there's definitely a natural rival that's easy to come by. But the drill team, they practice together and they always do a dance to We Are Family. And so it's kind of like they, and they're all doing it together, both sides. So the, the bands go on the field and play some songs together, together. You know, these kids actually grew up together. It wasn't until we had way through later, elementary and junior high, they've right, been together. Until, they, yeah. until the second high school, you know, was, you know, built and then people started going in different directions. Eventually these kids will probably have not grown up together as much, but Hmm. the ones that are here still here, you know, now definitely grew up together. So that's kind of cool. Like they just do a good job of building community. They're not going to have that tonight, but we're not having it at the high school stadium. We're having it at AT AT&T stadium, which is where the Cowboys play. That's right. So it will be indoors. There will be, you had to buy the tickets in the little pods and I don't think there's any festivities on the field as far as homecoming and stuff. I think it's all going to be on the screen. Oh, okay. On the big screen. Yeah. But still, how exciting is that? We get to go to AT&T Stadium and watch football. So you talked about, like, the memories of playing or watching Jake play. Mm-hmm. So what are some things that stand out to you on a Friday Night Lights level that you remember? Um, I loved hearing... I remember hearing Jake's name over the loudspeaker the first time. When he got a tackle? Yes. Yeah. On the tackle, Jake Hardy, number 48, you know, and I just, oh, it just makes your heart just, <laughs> did you get that feeling or is this a mom thing? I enjoyed it, but pro- I didn't probably get as emotional as you did about it. I mean, I but, get yeah. teary-eyed. It's cool to hear. I'm literally getting teary-eyed right this very second talking about it. What bothers me the most is when I see him get the tackle and they call someone else's name. Oh. Then I'm like, what? You want to march up to the nest? That's right. Yeah. 
to the PA and go, mm-hmm. "What? Hey, what Listen. game are you watching? <laughs> Do you need glasses?" I hope you got that right in the score scorebook because you just announced that wrong. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's so funny. Can we halt the game, please? Yeah, we need to review this. <laughs> I made Jake give me access to his huddle so I could go watch all his replays. I mean, I'm probably a little crazy mom. So I I loved that. I mean, we often said, Jake, if you don't know Jake, if you know Jake in person, you know Jake has a rear end the size of Texas. And so we always (laughs) would say Jake could come on the sidelines with no, if they had no numbers and no names on the back of their shirt, we could pick him out for his backside because it's quite large. Yeah. (laughs) And he said, and he would say also because he would stand a certain way and we could, we could know his stance, you know, anyways, I, I just miss seeing him down there. I loved watching him during the games when he wasn't on the field, but to see how he interacted with his teammates, whether they were high-fiving or encouraging each other or, you know, you could see if someone came off and got injured, Jake might go check on them. Other players did too, of course. Um, just that camaraderie. I yeah, love, you, you love they, that I mean, it's team. Yeah. It's family, you know, and, and I loved that. We were very involved in, like, painting the locker room and, you know, pre-game stuff, all the pep rallies, and I don't know. It's just such well, a... Well, then there was one of the playoff games in Fort Worth where we, like, put banners all over the... Locker room uh-huh. and all oh, that. Yeah. We spent that hours so before the game. Funny. Then we just got hammered during the yeah, game. Yeah, we got hammered. <laughs> yeah, so hammered. it's kind of anticlimactic. After. It was a Mansfield legacy. That yeah, us. they were good. Yeah, so that was fun. That I mean, but it was still fun. It was fun to be in playoffs. I don't know. It was, it was so much fun. But I will give you, I'm just going to flip the coin just a little bit and tell okay. you that while I love football, as you can tell, I love watching Jake play. I love being a part of that. We also have a kid that's in the band on Friday nights. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna mention Drew in the band. I was, yeah. I was heading that way. And so, just a big, huge, mungus shout out because I'm gonna tell you that our band student was practicing way more than our football player. Oh, ever they started did. a month before the month football before player. and hours, twelve hour days on the concrete in the parking lot at, in, in July. One I know, I've heard stories during this summer that they even had masks on while they were oh, so terrible. Yeah. So the thing that the thing that I want to men- make mention of is how much um, you sit there to wait for halftime when you're yeah, a band. When parent. we didn't have a football player, we didn't have a football player yet. <clears throat> so here Excuse you me. are, a band parent, and you are so ready for halftime. You know what they're going to play, but you still can't wait to see. Oh yeah, it. definitely. And you know what happens at halftime? All the football families stand up and stretch their legs and want to talk about the whole first half. Yeah. And as a band parent, you want to relive tell, the first half. You're trying half. to video, and you're saying, "Can you please take your conversation to the concession stand?" Because I now this is why I'm here. Can you take this outside, please? Take this outside, yeah. and you know, I I could give some nasty looks there when you I didn't. Can? Have, weird. That's weird. Huh? When I didn't have a football player and I had a band kid. I mean, that's why we're there. So I think just big huge shout out to band parents and also to if you're just a, if you're not a band parent and you're there for all other reasons be aware that people are watching other things besides the game and their children are involved in other things besides the game so sit down be quiet or go outside <laughs> go go move make sure nobody around you is videotaping their kid right. on the field i can't tell you how many videos we have of drew and i can barely hear the band but i can hear the recap of the first quarter yeah, and just a shout out to the band members. I know we know after seeing Drew do this for oh gosh six or seven years now, mm-hmm. from high school to college, he's at OSU now. They work. They really, really work. It's mm-hmm. it's 
it's an athletic endeavor yeah. to be in the band, to play yeah. and to move around. Right. And high school's a little different than college because yeah. in high school they're competing. And when yeah, they you do get have to, competitions. Right. When you get to college, uh, the it's a little different because they don't compete, but they also have a new routine for every home game. So right. in high school... So every week are, you're learning something new. Yeah. The reason you're watching the same band performance every every Friday night in high school is because they're that's literally their practice for usually a competition they're getting up and going to the very next day. Right. So your band kid is practicing at halftime. Then they're going to bed at, you know... 10 30 11 o'clock to be back at the school sometimes at 7 a.m to head to a competition so in high school it is quite a bit more intense college you sign up for marching band because you love the band and you want to be in it and they don't they can do a different routine for every home game and part of that is because you know your youngest kid is 17 or 18 and they've chosen this and they love this and so they've been marching for a while you're not teaching someone how to march you're not trying to teach them new things so it's a little different in college but it's still a lot of work i know drew's oklahoma state does i think three days a week from four to six yeah so you know that's still six hours of your week you're putting into that it's a lot of work well now i think one of my fondest memories is actually after every game i think but in particular after our what was it called the the boot silver boot which one is this? Battle of the Boots tonight. Battle of the Boot, I'm sorry. Yeah. Silver Boot is... You're talking about Centennial, right? Yeah, yeah, I think Silver Boot might be Rangers and Astros. But anyways, <laughs> um, for me, one of the coolest things of any football game, a home game, was when we got to go out on the field after the game. Uh, It'd be a little more depressing when they lost, mm-hmm. but fortunately, I think most of the time that we had home games and Jake played, we won. Mm-hmm. So I always loved that, being able to go out, You're you get to go... T- tell the kids you know hey great job way to work you know take pictures with everybody but the one i remember the most is jake's in his junior year i believe they beat chs to win the boot that year Mm -hmm. and uh it was just cool to go out there and they were like lifting the trophy and everybody's taking pictures with it and that was just a cool thing knowing how hard they've worked and how much that one game means to them every year right yeah it was cool to experience that yeah. And just be around the players and see how excited they were. Then they circle up and do their chanting thing mm-hmm, at the end. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things I really remember. Yeah. I'm just realizing, is this true in every sport? Unless you win state, your season always ends in a loss. Yeah, unless you win, unless you go all the way, you're going to end up being a loser. Your last game is always like a, a downer, like yeah. you just lost, you know? But it's always great to be able to get in the playoffs, though. Yeah. But, yeah, if you don't win at all, what do they say? Second place is just the first loser? Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just kind of how it is. But, huh. yeah. Yeah. it's. I mean, I think all of that's character building, too. I mean, obviously, taking the loss and picking yourself back up. And, you know, that's all part of it. I think team being on a team is just so valuable in a lot of ways. And I guess with Jag... BHS made two out of the three years they made the playoffs, so that was fun. Yeah, maybe so. Senior year, they did not. Mm. So, but yeah, two out of three years is pretty good. Yeah, that's not terrible. Um, now, I know that we have, I wanted to talk about Phyllis Looney's oh, yeah. uh, comment, because mm-hmm. she is a veteran of football, <laughs> we'll say. She was talking about the 1950s, yeah. so can you share what yeah, she, she had said? Yeah, she said, I can go back to the 50s when I was in high school. 
the whole Mansfield turned out, this is Mansfield, Texas, yeah. turned out on Friday nights for the only event in our small town of 700 plus residents. It was about supporting and enjoying the young students. It was about looking forward to visit with other families and communication time. It was a good time to enjoy the cool of the evening. And it was about the majorette uniforms my mother made my sister and other girls out of white satin and black and gold and gold. And she made me as a cheerleader. So that's funny. Cause that's what they still wear. Mansfield high school wears their, they wear the same exact I, uniforms well, from the fifties. They're called the gold dusters. That's the, that's yeah. the majorette girls. I think I'm guessing. So yeah. Anyway, same, same color, same kind of, I can picture that, but yeah, I don't know if it's the same. Didn't she also mention that the, after the games, they had all the players over. Oh yeah. That's the next post. Yeah. Um, she said Friday nights after the games, our home was open to the kids for popcorn balls, pulled taffy and lots and lots of bonding. Then the next generation of kids were under the Friday night lights and it was me in the stands cheering my kids playing football, marching band, and yes, ringing the bell that has been placed in front of Mansell high school front lobby. I'm proud my hometown still supports those Friday Night Lights because it's been special to see a grandson on that field till recent. Never would Mansfield be the sports center town it has grown to be without those early days of Friday Night Lights. I'm so proud of this lifetime in my in this Southern heritage. No, that's cool to think back. Yeah. Gosh, that's 70 years now. Wow, so that's cool. That's so neat. And uh, I think about like after our games, instead of going to people's homes, I think. Most of the players went to IHOP. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, what I remember here. Jake doing. Well, a lot. yeah, the problem is that in this town, mm -hmm. IHOP is the only thing that's open late. Except yeah. we finally did figure out that Rosa's is open till one thirty in the morning, and a lot of people don't know it. Yeah. But now they're building that old South Pancake House that's open twenty four hours. So okay. I guess you can get all the pancakes you want, but all night long. Well, I know for us, we did a thing on Monday nights for the D line, and it started out as steaks. Like we'd have the whole D line over. And we started with steaks. Well, kinda. Yeah. The way it started was, I think we, it was a sack for a steak I or a steak I for a sack. Yes, I yeah. sent a text message to the first string. string You're trying to inspire the team. D line on a Friday <clears throat> before the game and said, yeah. "Hey, uh, I got a steak dinner riding on a quarterback sack tonight." <laughs> and so they're all like, "Yes, ma'am." And then, uh, sure enough, I think two of them got that, and we end up taking them to eat steaks. And. Very quickly, we realized this is going to get too expensive. It's going to be real expensive, but we loved that building bonds off the field builds bonds on the field. Yeah. You know? And so we love that. So we ended up Tell him, Coach Harding. Yeah. Just let me talk to him for a minute. Yeah. Uh, so then we ended up saying on Mondays after the games, every, you know, all the D-line gets to come over for dinner. And honestly, they basically wanted meat and brownies. That's... The other stuff was fluff if you made salad or yeah. anything like that. But they wanted meat and brownies, and we would feed them, you know, sometimes pizza, sometimes spaghetti, sometimes tacos. One of my favorite ones was when my dad said, because we were talking about, like, what are some reasonably priced meals? Because these boys can eat some food. I mean, right. their whole own pizza by themselves, you know. Well, and we're getting them right after practice, too. Oh, they were sweaty and gross. Yeah. yeah. And they come and in. Hungry. We didn't care. We didn't care. One time they came in freezing. It was so cold, and they all wanted hot chocolate. So we quickly whipped out the hot chocolate and heated up some water. But anyways, one time I, I was telling my dad, uh, you know, expensive to feed them and whatever. And he said, Rebecca, you can get a rotisserie chicken for $5 at Sam's get their all get them their own chicken. I said, that is a great idea. So they could sit there and rip that thing apart and debone it like cavemen. And they loved it. It was great. We did that for a couple of seasons. I remember after every dinner, what was funny is we'd have it on Monday nights thinking, Oh, the guys will watch Monday night football. Mm -mm. 
after they ate, but they would end up like playing video games and just hanging out. Except for JP, who would end up sleeping on our couch with our little Yorkie, Yorkie. <laughs> and they became best buds. And he uh-huh. would. And he'd sleep we always knew he'd be asleep right after. A couple dinner. of the kids would take naps over here, and, and mind you, it was six thirty at night. They would just yeah. eat, and they'd get real full. They'd have their brownies and ice cream. That's what we always had afterwards, and they would, they would crash for a little bit, then they'd go home and shower. And we always had the bigs over. We there were some special skinnies, as we call them, that were allowed <laughs> to come over. Yes. Yes. The skinnies were anybody that's not big. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> skills, play the line, basically. Skills players. Yeah. Skills players. So every once in a while, Jake would be like, hey, can so-and-so come over? We'd be like, he's a skinny, but all right, we'll let him. Just don't let anybody know. Don't let anybody know. <laughs> Keep this between us. Yeah. So we'd have a couple, couple people over here and there. So what was, like, your favorite moment of, what's been your favorite moment of high school football? Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? No. <sighs> well, I really liked... Senior night when we yeah. could walk on the field and all take pictures. That was fun. Just hearing, you know, calling out and what Jake wants to do or you know whatever they kind and of. And we did it with that. Drew too for band. Yep. Yeah. We did that with Drew for band, so that was nice. Um, but one of my f- favorite memories was when Jake wasn't playing football. Do you remember this? Mm-mm. He wasn't. He was on JV. Oh yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking he about. He was on JV, and we have you know I don't know if you've, you've seen that we have those flags a BHS and then an elk. Flag a sign like a picture um, that run across the field when there's a touchdown. But the flags were huge, or at least one of them was in this particular season. And Jake, being on JV, was not playing on Fridays, but he agreed to run the flags on Friday. And one of those flags was so big and so heavy, and we would kind of laugh that the kids couldn't keep it off the ground. Well, yeah, and they're running the whole 100 yards. The whole 100 yards. Yeah, end zone, end zone. Yeah, so somebody said, Daphne ended up saying to Jake, what was the deal they made? Do you remember? She was going to buy him dinner. Dinner if he ran across the entire field without the flag touching the ground. And they were on these PVC pipes that were very... Like, they were buckling as you ran. Yeah. On top of being these huge flags. But if Jake didn't do it, then I think he had to mower grass. Yeah, there, it was... Yeah, so yeah. they made this deal. So Jake's down there, and, and I guess she texted him and said, hey, if you can make it all the way across without it touching, then I'll buy your dinner. And so the next time we there was a touchdown... I mean, it was funny, because you cheered for the touchdown, but then nobody else knew that our entire section was cheering for Jake while he was running the flag. Go, go, go! And he made it all the way across, which was hilarious. He said it was so hard... And then the funny thing is, you know, Jake, Jake just likes food. So they go out to eat. And I, I mean, in a normal etiquette type of way, you would be like, yeah, you're buying my dinner. I'll just get this no upsizing of things, you know, like just this basic thing. No, she took Jake out. He's like, I'll have this appetizer. I'll have this 64 piece meal. I'll have this dessert. The yeah. whole, I mean, I think it cost her like 40 bucks to feed him. Well, to the victor go the spoils. Mm-hmm. Well, that's definitely what happened. <laughs> So that poor high school student lost all her money that week. She did. That's Every right. Probably all the money she'd made. Well, the thing that popped in my head is in the final senior game, when it was, a, like, it was the last two plays that Jake and Ben, Jake was on one end and Ben Carino mm-hmm. was on the other. Mm-hmm. And on two conse- back-to-back plays, they both had a chance of sacking the quarterback, and they really wanted it. I just remember, like, on the first play, Ben, he ran... 60 yards trying to get this. <laughs> I mean, it was just him and the quarterback, and they were just running, and that quarterback finally would run out of bounds, and yeah. then Ben would be right at him. Mm-hmm. So then on the next play, Jake did the same thing the other way, and the quarterback just 
doing everything he can to get away from him and finally runs out of bands. Yeah. They lost yardage and stuff, but Ben and Jake didn't get that final sack that they wanted. They didn't get it. So that, that's just one thing that popped in my head. Right, yeah. So, fun times. Uh, we had so much fun going to games. Speaking of games... What's that? We gotta go. It's time for us to hit the road. We gotta oh, yeah. get to the game tonight. We gotta so. head into Arlington. Yes, you need to get on your Burleson Elk shirt, and we are going to AT&T Stadium. Are you ready? I think I'm ready. All right. Hardy party of five and a half, over and out. We'll see you next time. We are